Timothy Dudley Smith was born on December the 26th, 1926. Born in Manchester, though the family home was in a small town of Buxton in Derbyshire. His father owned and ran a small prep school, and it was there that the young Timothy Dudley Smith became a pupil. His father, who was a lover of poetry, communicated something of that enthusiasm to others, including his son. Prayers were a regular part of school life, but it was the news of his father's terminal illness which made the young Timothy turn to God in a new way. His father died in 1938, when Timothy was only 11 and a half. Not long afterwards, he felt that God was calling him to serve others, and that sense of call, which to begin with was indistinct, gradually crystallised as a call towards ordination and ministry. He moved as a boarder to Tonbridge School in Kent, and in 1944 he went to Pembroke College, Cambridge. Membership of the Christian Union brought him into a more vital Christian experience, and he took an active part in its work and in its missions. Before going to university, he had written poems, but at Cambridge he found himself writing comic verse. He also began writing a series of poems on Christian themes. After further studies at Ridley Hall, he was ordained and spent a couple of years as assistant curate at Erith in Kent, and then in 1953 went back to Cambridge and was appointed head of the Cambridge University Mission in Bermondsey. In 1955, he became the first editor of a new magazine called Crusade. In 1959, he moved on to become Assistant Secretary of the Church Pastoral Aid Society, a home missionary society of the Church of England. 1961 was an important year. In May of that year, he wrote a poem called Tell Out My Soul, The Greatness of the Lord. It came to the notice of the Anglican Hymn Book Committee, who asked permission to include it in their new hymnal. That encouraged him to write other hymns. 1961 was also important because that was the year that a young minister by the name of Michael Bonn came to work for CPAS. He had had a wide experience of Christian youth work and was keen to collect words and tunes to allow contemporary expression of youth praise and prayer in worship. That idea came to fruition when in 1966 youth praise made its appearance, followed in 1969 by Youth Praise 2. And in both of these, songs by Timothy Dudley Smith uh, featured. 1973, uh, the year when Sam Praise uh, saw the light of day, was also the year when Timothy Dudley Smith became Archdeacon of Norwich. He didn't have much time to write hymns, but what he did was to jot down in a notebook suitable themes and passages of scripture which might provide the basis for a hymn. The actual words, uh, work of composing the hymn was done on his annual holiday in Cornwall, where the family had a little house. So in between picnics and swimming and sunbathing and walking, he turned his mind to his hymns, and he records a, a deep debt of gratitude to his family over the years for allowing him to make room for his writing. In 1981, he became Bishop of Thetford and an assistant to the Bishop of Norwich. And he retired in 1992, but didn't retire from writing his hymns. What can we say about the hymns of Timothy Dudley Smith? First of all, we can say that they're varied. They're not all of the same ilk. I'm not sure how many he's written. I think it would be in the few hundreds rather than the few thousands, but they're very, very varied. He uses over 80 different metres in his hymns. Second thing about it is that they're real hymns. 
I remember a few years ago standing next to someone in a meeting, and as we sang, my friend turned to me and said, isn't it good to sing a real hymn? They were just so glad it wasn't another four-liner that we had to sing over and over and over again. Well, it's true, Timothy Dudley Smith writes real hymns, with body, strong hymns, and yet gentle hymns at times as well. Another feature of his hymns is that they are steeped in Scripture, and in the truths of Scripture. His hymns cover most of the major doctrines and truths of the Christian faith, and cover all the seasons of the Christian year. A fourth and final feature of the hymns is that they glorify God. They enable worshippers to tell out the greatness of the Lord. They acknowledge his glory and the majesty of his name, but in the same, at the same time the theme of the greatness and the majesty of God does not detract from the sense of his nearness to us. So as well as hymns like Name of All Majesty, there is a hymn like As Water to the Thirsty, that express the reality of the presence of Christ. The love of God and the demonstration of that love in the cross features prominently in his writings, and also the need to express that love in concern for the world, a theme that's found, for example, in that great hymn, Lord for the Years. His hymns have sometimes been compared to those of Charles Wesley, which I'm sure is a gratifying comparison, as he is a great admirer of Wesley. Timothy Dudley Smith now lives in Salisbury and continues to write hymns. We give thanks to God for his rich contribution to our heritage of hymns.